What's up, people? Welcome back to the BCMA Podcast. That's the Black Clover Martial Arts Podcast. It's your boy, Lucky from Lucky's Muay Thai, and this is episode number 27. Make sure if you like the show that you hit the subscribe button, keep the like, and share with your friends, because, I don't know, why not? Um, it's been cold, so, um, not even cold, it's been frigid. So, the last couple of days... In Miami, it's been, I don't know, 55, 52, 53. And I think maybe one night it was 48, right? Super freaking cold for us. And it's mostly cold, not because necessarily the temperature, because the temperature is cold. 55 is no joke. It's not, it's not nice, but it's cold because before the 55, like 24 to 48 hours before that, it was 85. So when you drop 40 degrees, 30 degrees, um, it feels like it's the Arctic here. Um, which brings me to my next point. The gym is freaking cold. Um, I don't know who else has warehouse gyms and things like that, but we don't have AC and conversely, we don't have heat. And so it's been cold in the gym, colder than, um, I was expecting, I guess. And for me, like my body's pretty, I'm good with that, but my feet get cold. I don't know. It's weird. So when I kick anything, I'm like, I can't feel my toes. Um, what do you guys do in the gym? If the gym is cold like this, I've had warehouse gym for a little while now. And I just, for whatever reason, haven't noticed the cold like this. Like I'm probably going to be rocking the, the tights under shorts thing, you know, as it gets into January and February, but. Um, what do you do? You slather like a bunch of tie oil over all over you. I mean, are you just warming up and going hard so that you don't notice the cold? I don't know. But teaching last night. So when you're training, it's different because you're moving constantly. And when you're teaching, you're not moving as much. So if you're standing around watching and talking and pointing and yelling or whatever it is, the way that you teach, you might get a little cold. Cause your body's not moving as much. So every now and then I'm like, I find myself shadow boxing or jogging in place, trying something to try to keep the, the chill off, but it didn't really help very much last night. I was cold. So drop me a comment below. Let me know. How do you handle the cold in your gym? So drop me a comment below. So drop me a comment. So drop me a comment below. Let me know how you handle the cold in your gym. Um, I'm for sure going to buy. I'm out of tie oil, oddly enough. So I'm for sure going to buy some kind of hot oil something um, to rub all over my arms and legs before I train today, uh, before I teach tonight, because I don't like it. Even though it's starting to warm up a little bit, it's going to be like 60s and 70s. So it's going to be chill for the next week, but. These days are coming and in February, it's going to get down. There's going to be some forties in there and those are not the fun ones. So, um, again, let me know how you keep the cold off in your gym. Are you wearing socks? I know some people wear socks. Listen, I just think socks are sweep city. So I'm not going to wear socks in the gym. Um, but if you do, man, I totally understand because at least you can feel your toes. Unlike me just sitting around complaining about not being able to fill them. 
All right, if you're in the Miami area and you want to learn Muay Thai or get in shape or learn self-defense, you can hit us up at www.luckysmt.com and leave your info. We'll get back to you almost immediately. Uh, we have a deal going right now. Buy three months, get one month free, and it's a great deal. So I would take advantage. It is over on Christmas Day. So your time is limited. Do it now. Hit us up. You know you want to learn how to kick and punch. You know you want to learn some self-defense, and you know you want to get in shape. I've seen so many people talking about their quarantine weight. Well, we can help you with that. So hit us up, www.luckysmt.com, or drop me a line at Lucky's Muay Thai on Instagram, and let us know what's up, and we will get back. All right, let's talk Clarissa Shields. I said that name, and I swear to you, I know there's people watching right now, and they're like, who is that? Which is ridiculous. Uh, she is an undefeated world champion boxer. She is a two-time Olympic gold medalist. She is the fastest boxer to get to three division world championships. Um, just so we're clear, that's not, there's nobody else. There's no men that did that. So for the Loma fans that think it was him or whoever they might think it is, nobody's done that. All right. It's her. She is the fastest to three division world championships. She's a super athlete. I think everybody's started to see some some little videos of her working out at, at Jackson Wink um, because she's switching over to MMA. She just signed with the PFL. Now, this came on the heels of women in boxing being pissed off about their not being promoted and not making the money that the men make. Because even lower tier boxers with no name are making more than some champion boxers, which is outlandish. Um, and the promoters, I won't name everyone or who because there's so many. Um, but they believe that it's the fighter's problem, even though their actual title is promoter. No, man, it is your issue. Yes, social media has allowed people to make their own branding, put out their own uh, T-shirts, products, um, even just let people into their lives, write their own vlogs or whatever the case may be. But that's not their job. Their job is wake up every day at whatever time, 5 a.m., go for a run, come back, shower, change, head to the next gym, go work on your boxing. If you're a boxer, you're boxing all day. You know, you're working on your road work, your conditioning, all that stuff. That's their job. Their job is to be marketable enough that people want to see them. And not only that, to produce wins. So when you're talking about a world champion, champion boxer in, uh, that's a female, you're not going to know a lot of names. And it's unfortunate because they've done their jobs, meaning they've gone in, they've won world championships. There are people that know certain names, right? Because of whatever media uses to portray them. Um, I think in Layla Ali's case, she fought and she won, but she also had that name. And it's, it's really strange to me that you wouldn't want more money because I feel like you're not tapping into the market. If the UFC showed you anything in boxing or in combat sports, you can tap into the women's market and be successful. And I believe that this is an opportunity for the PFL to get behind this woman, uh, Clarissa Shields, and really push 
her name and her brand out there and build a big star. There's a lot of scrutiny about this. Um, but you know, we've had a few Olympic people come into Olympic gold medalists, I think people gold medalists come into combat sports and do very well. Cejudo right now, Kayla Harrison, who is a two time gold medalist in judo is in the PFL and she's kicking everybody's ass. I mean, brutally. So what's the skepticism about Clarissa Shields? Let's, let's examine this a little bit and we'll get after it. I just, I just want to, well, first of all, it's the weight. Her weight classes were 168, 160. I mean, she's gotten, I think, fought at 150 something, 54, 58, something like that. So there's a weight issue because there aren't many women in MMA fighting anything other. I think the highest level or highest weight people are fighting at is 145. Kayla Harrison fought in judo at 155. So Clarissa Shields isn't far off if she can get into that 155 range where she can have some, she can make some waves at 145 potentially. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do as far as she's probably going to have to fight some catch weights and things like that. Um, as she's starting to get the weight down. What, what else? Oh, Kayla Harrison has something that Clarissa Shields doesn't have yet. And it's not to say she won't have it. It's not, a, it's not about working hard because obviously Olympians know how to work hard. But what Kayla Harrison had before Clarissa Shields had that is so necessary in fighting and especially in MMA is that she had the ability to grapple and to do judo. And what that means is she has the ability to take the fight where she wants it to go. If you look at a Ronda Rousey, obviously, uh, in comparison, Ronda Rousey didn't have striking acumen at all. And it wasn't realized until it was realized, but it wasn't capitalized on until much later. Um, and her striking acumen never caught up to her judo. Kayla Harrison, I don't know, but it looks to me like she's really, really working on her striking heavy. And as long as she has the ability to strike decently and get into sort of a grapple or, or, uh, collar tie, or some kind of arm locked position, and maybe she learns some good single double leg position. To, I mean, maybe she learns how to do some, some other things in transition. Obviously she's doing. She's always going to be able to take the fight where she wants it to go. Clarissa Shields, on the other hand, is just now getting into the grappling and wrestling. It's going to be a while. She's 24. She's got time and she's going to work hard and she obviously has the ability to do so. So do not sleep on this signing by the PFL. If anything, start following this journey. Go catch her on her, her Twitter, which is, I think, Clarissa Shields. I, I should have looked it up. But what I'm hoping that you're going to see is growth. And maybe down the road, we'll get Kayla versus Clarissa, two uh, Olympians, two gold medalists. Like, who knows what we're going to get? But until uh, Clarissa Shields can really get down in the grappling department, they're going to have to feed her some people that are going to want to strike with her, that she can, you know, hold up against the fence if they try to take her down and she can stop them. Because grappling is hard. The ability to stop somebody from putting you on the mat is hard, especially when they started doing that. They've been doing it for five years, six years, seven years, even if they didn't do it from a, from like they were four years old, but they've been doing it in MMA, in, 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 in MMA and in a way that 
their striking and their grappling revolve around each other. Um, but I'm interested to see where this goes. So anyway, uh, shout out to Clarissa Shields. I just want to get into it because I feel like she's going to light some girls up on the feet. And I want to see what happens when it becomes a grappling scenario, not now, but like a year from now, when she's had time to be on the mats and work and learn. Because that's when you're going to see really, you know, some real big growth in her game, um, just as a martial artist, if you want to say that. Anyway, that being said, I love y'all. Go check out Clarissa Shields. She just signed for PFL. She's doing some videos on YouTube. Uh, working with John Jones, working with Holly Holm, like you couldn't ask for a better two, you know, I guess partners in training um, starting out than two of the most, you know, decorated fighters. So, and Holly Holm has had boxing and kickboxing background. So she'll be able to help translate that for Clarissa Shields into her MMA um, career, I hope. So that's it from this side. Go check out Clarissa Shields. If you like the show, please subscribe and teep the like. Peace. We out. You got a peace for them? No? All right, we out. Peace. Okay, that's it.